Brains has not received any funding from the Timber Design Centre. It's not received any funding from Scion or MPI. And to be honest, I don't think we want it because it does start to help have that discussion about how impartial is Brands. Kia I'm Troy, here as CEO, and welcome to Stirring the Pot. Thanks for connecting. If you're new, here's what you can expect. We're going to be talking the tough stuff, the things that keep us metalheads up at night. There are many challenges facing our industry and equally many opinions on how we should tackle them. Stirring the Pot provides a facilitated forum to discuss and challenge these viewpoints. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Today we're talking to Brand's General Manager of Research, Chris Litton. Tasked with challenging Aotearoa New Zealand to create a building system that delivers better outcomes for all, Chris and his team oversee a range of research projects in environmental and zero carbon areas, fire, healthy homes, materials and structural and seismic engineering to make that a reality. Chris, can you give us a basic overview of Brands and how it is funded and how it's governed? Yeah, sure. Um, so Brands came into being in 1970, just after the Building Research Levy Act was um, created, and that was something that we live by. It's the Act which tells us what we can do, it tells us what we can't do, and it also puts all of the government's arrangements, governance arrangements in place for us. So um, it very much says that we need to do work on the uh, building construction system or building construction industry, and it's very prescriptive about what we can and can't do. So we can't do work on bridges, for example. Um, but what it does mean we can do is we can collect the, or brands can collect the building research levy, um, and that's roughly $28 million we're forecasting for next year. So everybody who builds a, a house which, or a building which needs to be consented, we get a, short, a small part of that levy which comes to our research. So Brands Incorporated is an incorporated society which collects the levy and is the stewards of that levy. They're the ones that then invest it with Brands Limited, which is where I sit with my group and my researchers, but it also invests money to external organisations um, that do research uh, aligned to um, the building construction industry. So Brands Limited, as I gets a fair proportion of that building research levy, which we do our research, and that's all within my group. But we also have a commercial arm, which does commercial testing. Um, so if you're an individual, you can, an individual organisation, you can come and do some testing for quality assurance or some of the other assurance purposes, which, which show that your material or your product is good for use in New Zealand. So that's pretty much how Brands is, operates. We have a um, board of governors, um, and they are they are elected by what's uh, called the Building Research Advisory Council, which is part of actually what our Building Research Act says we have to have. Um, so they they nominate, I can't remember the exact numbers, um, but they they elect the directors and yeah, they govern us. What would you say are Brands' areas of expertise and areas of strength? Yeah, we've got some some really great researchers. I think in terms of the work we do, we have some key materials researchers, people so they can understand how materials will work in New Zealand. Um, we've got some um, international experts in fire research and how buildings perform in fire and, and, and what can happen with that. We work really closely with other organisations around structural and seismic engineering. So we have some really good structural engineers. We have something that's 
relatively new to brands, although it's been five or six years now, we have social researchers to really understand how to to how to interact with people and how people interact with their buildings because it's quite often we find that people can have a warm and dry house, for example, but don't know actually how to use it or won't use it properly. So why is that? So that's what the social work, social um, research does. Um, we also try and understand the economics of the system or the, of what's going on um, so we can understand how um, the building research levy is going to to um grow or change, what the national construction pipeline looks like. And finally, I guess we've got a lot of people who are really dedicated to how buildings perform. So how can you make a, warm, a building warmer and drier? How can the modelling, what does modelling look like? How can we improve the indoor air quality of a building? Um, and finally, all of those are underpinned by actually getting all our knowledge out to people. So we've got a team of people about knowledge transfer experts. So they do all sorts of things like seminars and webinars and publications and education systems. There's a lot of lot of lot of work we do about actually trying to get that little knowledge out into ways that, in ways that will work for people so they do use it because that's really important. So if we can't make an impact, what's the point of being around? What are the opportunities for the average hero member to engage with brands? Yeah, um, so there's a there's a variety of ways. I mean, they can be you can be involved directly in our research. Um, so there are there are we are one of the ways that we'd really inform what research needs to be done is we need to we talk we try and talk and understand with as many people in the industry as we possibly can. Um, so when we're talking to hero members, it's well, what research what needs to be done in, in your view and. and to to do that so we can then work together in a collaborative response in some way to develop a project but there's also opportunities for hero members to go directly to uh, the, the external funding so although it might not be an expertise that my group has you can still access the the, the levy through um other through, through that external external work then of course i mean we, we've i think we've in the last in the last little while we've between Brands Limited and Hero, we've started to develop a much stronger relationship. So I guess, you know, the conversation, the fact that I'm here talking to you today is an indication that we want to be seen to be working together more closely and we want to be able to do things together more more effectively. So I guess it's just continuing to come through these more formal, these more formal communication and, and stakeholder type activities. Then of course individual HERA members will presumably have some commercial testing individually that they can do with our commercial side of the business. And again, it's having that having that relationship with the client managers on that side of the business. And they feed us that information. That's the types of things that you know we're seeing or they are seeing and you're seeing in the in the industry. What needs to be done? What can we add to? How can we contribute that work? So there's lots of ways to do it. And there have been some concerns relating to Brands' participation and partnership in the Timber Design Centre, especially the public statements around how the centre is going to challenge other materials, specifically stating such as steel. So what is Brands' role in the centre and does this present a conflict of interest? Yeah. So the Timber Design Centre, just to give a bit of history where that's come from, um, the Ministry for Primary Industries has at some stage decided that they needed to have a timber design centre and they've set up and funded Scion to run that centre. Um, so Scion is the, the key organisation. Other other members of that group are, yes, brands, the wood 
Process and Manufacturers Association, as well as in New Zealand Timber Design Society. So there's a there's a group of four of us. Um, at this stage, Brands has not received any funding from the Timber Design Centre. It's not received any funding from Scion or the MPI. And to be honest, I don't think we want it because it does start to help that, have that discussion about well, how impartial is Brands. Um, we are there to make sure that whatever the really, in my view, to whatever the Timber Design Centre comes up with is actually something that could be buildable, something that will work with a, with a, um, in the New Zealand um, context. Um, I guess the building, I referred earlier to the Building Research Levy Act, it requires brands to support all building construction in New Zealand, not just a sector or one or, or one or, or you know, timber or not. And we do have a really strong record of collaboration with under, other industries, including with steel and concrete. So although I, they aren't the best words on that Timber Design Centre website, I agree. Um, and now that this is actually in the, um, the centre is in place, I'm on the governance group for that. I will be working to moderate some of that language because it's not representative of brands. It's not representative of what we see our role in the Timber Design Centre is. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think all of us, you know, concrete, steel, timber, everybody is really trying to work towards a lower carbon future, right? Um, and brands will support everybody doing everything they can to enable that. And you know, so it will be easier for some, for others. People have perceptions, different perceptions for different materials. But Brands does try to be as agnostic as we can and try and support everyone as best we can to help them achieve their goals because that's you know, it's what the world needs. It's what New Zealand needs is to you know, reduce carbon. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It's definitely one that both concrete and timber are working on as well as steel. Um, I think the... I don't expect you to have a um, comment on this, but this is probably more um, for the awareness of our listeners on the podcast. You know, I think the timber industry is very lucky and for fortunate to have a minister for forestry in Minister Nash, who is a very proactive minister on their behalf. And we do suffer because we don't have a, a similar voice around cabinet to advocate for our industries. Um, and that, that's something that probably we need to, um, you know, really get that out, that we do need a minister for manufacturing more broadly. Um, what is the opportunity for brands in the steel industry to collaborate more? Um, well, I think a lot of, lot of the discussions that we are having with, um, with HERA, with NASH and with Sustainable Steel Council do, I think, surface opportunities where we could be doing research together. I haven't got all of those on my plate at the, on, on my list at the moment, but there's certainly those opportunities. And and again, I think again we've talked to a growing and deepening relationship between our organisations. I think we continue need to continue to do that. And I do I do agree that the timber design centre is possibly something that set us back slightly, but I don't see it as a conflict of interest, and I do see it as something that we really want to help all all materials all. Um, all construction technologies and techniques to help and materials to to to, to they're all required in New Zealand. You know, you can't build a building without you know concrete and steel, you know, on the whole. So it's 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 just ludicrous to think that you can't. Um, so I think some of the other opportunities. I mean, we've done we are 
particularly in some of the, the calculators and some of the tools which will help architects and designers. You know, we've done a lot of work with um with with steel various steel organisations to help shape some of that material that information, making sure that the latest and most up to date you know environmental product product declaration material and data is there. You know, and and that will continue to evolve. You know, it's it's not it's not just something that's fixed point in time. You know, you'll you'll you will get better. Everyone will get better at producing things in, in a lower carbon way. So it's continuing that. We we spent a, you know, the the, the levy funds a great deal of students that are coming out of um through university. You know, there's lots of opportunities there to to help. To, to to grow our to grow our workforce and to grow the talent that can contribute to all this work. So I think it's all about just continuing to have that you know really open dialogue. And yeah, if if you don't think that you know if you think there's a conflict of interest, of interest around the timber design centre, let's talk about it um, and have that open conversation. Otherwise, you know, we'll, we'll just get stuck and no, we, we won't be able to go anywhere. Mm. I think, um, and also just for our listeners, Nash, and when you referenced it then, was National Association of Steel Framed Housing, um, because it does get confusing with Nash being the minister as well. Um, One of our members has actually asked why Brands does not do research on bridges, and you mentioned earlier that the um, levy doesn't, the act doesn't allow you to do that. Can you tell us a bit more about that? I I looked this up specifically. The Building Research Levy Act means we can do any work in connection with the construction, erection, renewal, alteration or improvement of a building for which a building consent is required under the Building Act. And as far as I know, bridges aren't consented under the Building Act. It's as simple as that. But having said that, we do do, we have done work on bridges. Um, Some of it has been around materials and the corrosion uh, microenvironments of the metals in bridges. Um, we've done, you know, work with um, some of our other research collaborators at Opus around, actually, for the Auckland Harbour Bridge, for example, and their alliance there. How do you make sure you maintain the bridge well, and what does the particularly rough environment of the Auckland Harbour and you know in Tauranga and other places? So there's certainly work we've done. It's just that we can't fund specific projects on a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think some of the some of the work that we're doing collaboratively together on weathering steel will have obvious applications in bridges eventually as well. Absolutely. It may be an opportunity for us in the future as Hero can do some work on the bridge and we can support in some other way in a collaboration. So, you know, it's not say we can't do work on bridges, we just can't put a great deal of building research levy into a bridge. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good, good to know where that's coming from in the Act. Um, What are the areas of focus over the horizon for brands and the challenges for the building and construction sector as you see them? Yeah, I think um, we, to address some of this, we've got three significant research programs, which really are our focus. Um, The first one is a transition to a zero carbon economy. Um, There's a lot of work that we need to do and everybody needs to do around you know, reducing carbon footprints, aligning our work and others to the MBs work around the building for climate change. Um, we've we've been doing sustainability work for a decade or more, so now it's we've got a lot of the tools, a lot of that knowledge. So it's about getting that into people's hands so they can use it, and that's that's one of the key focuses at the moment. Um, the next one is is the ongoing issue about people being able to live, having the right to live in a warm and dry, healthy home. 
you work health, you know, it's not only home to live in there, but to work and to play in those sort of buildings. So there's a, a great, a continues a great deal of work around you know, indoor air quality, about how you can make buildings warmer, but not so airtight that they then become, you know, um, toxic environments. Um, and particularly, you know, some there's some really great organisations which are doing a bit of, who can do both, about warm and dry and low carbon. So it's even starting to merge that thinking, which is, which is actually really exciting. The third program is really around fire, because as New Zealand starts to densify things, getting you know, closer and closer, to get, buildings get closer and closer together, we don't understand in the New Zealand context well enough how fire can translate or move between some of those buildings. So we're working really closely on fire safe, densified housing. So those are the three big research projects, uh, programs. But there's also some really interesting work we're doing at the moment. Um, the acronym is HEAP, which is House, Household Energy End Use uh, Project. So what we're going at the moment is working with INBI, New Zealand Green Building Council and others about instrumenting buildings and homes so we can really understand how people are using their homes now. You know, how long do you have your light on? How long do you have the heater on? Um, and being able to have a lot of that information on how people actually use their homes, not just what we think they do, but actually this is physical information of how they're using their homes, will start to really inform a lot of the policy and a lot of the possibilities for the future. So, you know, the last time we did this 10 years ago, nobody had LED lighting. So we, we, consider, we would imagine that had considerably changed. Off the back of previous work, um, ECA, the Energy Efficiency Conservation Authority, has been able to um, have warm up New Zealand, so insulate a whole more, whole more houses. So it's the type of information that the, gather, the information, the knowledge that we're starting to gather now will start to inform the future. I can't tell you what that's going to bring at the moment because um, you know, we, we don't know, but we. But it's really important that's one of the key things that we're getting underway at the moment is getting that instrumentation into houses across across New Zealand. So again, working with Stats New Zealand on that, so it's a, a really representative sample of houses, uh, of homes, and you know, it would be quite exciting. So there you go. Thanks for joining our conversation with Chris today. If you'd like to connect more with him, you'll find his details in the show notes. Innovation is at the core of everything we do at HERA and the research we do gives us the ability to innovate successfully. That's why building meaningful relationships with organisations such as brands are important so that together we can deliver better outcomes to transform Aotearoa's building and construction sector. Food for thought till we see you next time. So hit subscribe and if you liked what you heard today, please like, review or share with any metalheads you know. Let's spread the word. If you liked what you heard today, you may be interested to find out more about the research and development work we do at HERA. The link is in the show notes.